Wasn't that song, that first song, amazing? And it's, I don't know if a God, God divine intervention or it was orchestrated, but that song really spoke to me and is pretty much what my speech is about today. So good morning, fellow beautiful women of God. A very special thank you to our very own Marilyn for encouraging me to try this Bible study. Marilyn was actually the very first person I met from the church about four to five months ago after being a self-proclaimed church hopper. And through her welcoming love and spirit and the others at the church, I felt I finally found my tribe, my church, my home, and also considering my name is Grace, Grace Family. Marilyn kindly listened to my laundry list of what seemed to be an onslaught of spiritual warfare, and she literally met me at my lowest point in my life. You see, I moved from Maryland last August, and with that, loss of my mother in 2019 and my father in 2014, plus COVID and two seasonal Florida hurricane seasons, I practically was a shut-in. I literally was alone. I did have a Stevens minister in Virginia, who I talked to via Zoom, as well as three Bible studies connected to Maryland and Virginia. So I didn't really grow roots in Tampa. I also was, at that time, in four legal battles. They were nightmares that were ongoing for four and a half years, where I had to sue someone who stole quite a bit of money from us. And um, because of that, my sister sued me. Then I had to get an attorney to defend myself. Then I had to do probate for my father because my younger sister never did the probate from 2014. And then I had to do my mother's probate. And then I had to deal with moving, selling off her things, and then finding a place. So I moved from a six-bedroom house to a dilapidated trailer because all my money is tied up in probate. So I thought, hey, I'm going to renovate, going to flip these little trailers, you know, um, I'm going to, you know, make the best of what I can. So I do like interior design, and uh, however, I did not know that Florida has a reputation for contractor scams, and I've met many of them, all of them. (laughs) And then I had my worst car accident ever. Then I got bit by a brown recluse spider. Then I slipped in the shower after painting and I hurt three ribs without health insurance. So I had to just stay in bed by myself. And then I tripped and fell when I was painting again on my head and paint everywhere and I hurt my toe. So I was a regular Calamity Jane. It's like I had this flashing sign, not L for loser, but S for scam me. So, um, somehow luck just seemed to evade me. I thought, how can all these bad things keep happening to me? I was traditionally uh, educated, you know, through secular schools with the very good certificates behind my name. And I just couldn't understand how could I keep falling for these scams in the real world. After about a week after I told Marilyn, my woes seemed to get better. My problems slowly dropped away. I won my lawsuit after four and a half years, and therefore my sisters had to drop their lawsuits. And pretty soon, things started to 
go well for me. I even got Florida um, insurance for my health. So God gave us a mind, and I'm convinced it's confirmed in the Bible that our intelligence can be a hindrance to knowing God's will and going, having God's discernment. I kept falling for so many scams, and I counted at least 36. And we must truly fear the Lord because it is the beginning of wisdom, Psalms 111.10. Another myth is that we are to follow our heart or our gut instinct. But that too, in Jeremiah 17.9, says the heart is deceitful above all things. It tricks us. The heart sheds light onto what we want but fails to warn us the consequences of our path. Our heart has a distorted view and a reality, and it blinds us to truth. The Bible defines love clearly. Love is not an emotion you feel. Love is keeping God's commandments. So don't listen to your heart. The objective truth is only thing that can give you the proper direction, and also submitting to God's laws. If you look for guidance on feelings, emotions, and instincts, that is wrong, and it can be very dangerous. So we must embrace Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your understanding. And in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. I've known all these scriptures. It's not like I've not heard these before. But I guess when you're going through them, I don't know, they just fall by the wayside perhaps. Or you carpamentalize them and you say them but you don't really embrace them. So do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, which means respect and honor him, and depart from evil, and God will give you a new heart. Well, that leads me to thinking about Marilyn directing me to Miranda's Bible study. Now, I loved her Bible study. She's one of the best, funnest, sorry, that's not a real word, but funnest Bible study teachers and we were going through Hello Tomorrow which is by Cindy Trim, the transformational power of the vision and I realized that I kept talking about scams, scams, scams I almost was like speaking out these things that were attracting to me and so I have to be very careful about what I talk about but at the same time in Hello Tomorrow, the study focuses also, the importance of learning from our past and having a positive future and claiming a positive vision for the future and changing the way we think and to learn from the past but to let it go. Trim also explains forgetting those things that are behind us, but it does not mean you can't learn from the past mistakes but you must press forward towards your goal. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Well, that's where I got stuck. And a wise man said, Grace, you're married to your past. You can't move forward. I didn't realize I was re-traumatizing myself every single time I told these stories. And another wise lady in our Bible study, Marcy, she was explaining that because of my bitterness and lack of forgiveness and I, I extrapolate that to meaning we're grieving the Holy Spirit when we keep that sin in our heart we need to purge that in order for the heart to be useful we need to be able to purge that and have a pure heart 
And therefore, then when you study the scriptures, Proverbs, like um, Miranda said, to reread them over and over and over and over again three times a day, then it becomes into your heart. And then it's your gut. That is how you have a gut, a, a, an angst, a knowing. But I didn't have that because I had the bitterness and the, the lack of forgiveness. So I developed this podcast. It's sponsored by 5050 Global Music, Sony Music, Sony Orchard, Sony Publishing, Art19, and Bertelsmann. And I chronicled 36 of my wide variety of scams that I've fallen for over the years. And I hope, like Cindy says, sit with it and use it as a teacher. The one thing I realized was, again, that I compartmentalized these different types of knowledge. Book learning, following one's heart, versus submitting to God's will and his scriptures. But the biggest thing was the emptying out of your heart of bitterness and forgiveness so you can allow the Holy Spirit to work in you. Um, it's not an easy journey. And again, I was doing all of these scriptures in isolation, but it's actually something that needs to be intertwined. It's not singular types of intelligence. It works in a certain way. And I hope through listening through the podcast and with your support and feedback, and if any of you have a story that you would like to share and be on the podcast, um, I welcome to hear your story. I would say women over 50 have either suffered some kind of trauma, such as a divorce, death, um, perhaps they've suddenly come into some inheritance money. Well, we are a classic um, opportunity for predators, and therefore this is why we should learn from each other. Um, because we're devastated emotionally and the loneliness that we're experiencing, we need to get into groups like this and support each other. So even though we're, we're all going through something, I know everybody here is going through something, but I just want to leave with this too shall pass, and God will give you, can't give you more than you can handle. So thank you so much. And I have cards out in the front if anybody wants to have one. Have a podcast. You can go on her podcast. The one thing you might not know about her is she was an ambassador to Nagaland. How many of you ever heard of Nagaland? So tell them where Nagaland is. It's in northeast India, sandwiched between India, China, Burma, Bangladesh, and it's the largest population of Christians. In 95%. Yes. Thank you, darling. Thank you. I do love you. Well, thank you. Was it within five or seven minutes? She did so good. Yeah. Her story could have lasted much, much longer, so I'm so proud of her that she got it right down to like five to six minutes. <laughs> Precious. So I really don't have a lot of announcements.